Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together, and I am your only host, Yen. So I know it's only been one day since I published my previous episode,、um, but I just desperately want to talk today, and also maybe just to make up for the lack of episode last week. So thank you very much for tuning in or for downloading my、uh, my podcast. I really appreciate your. Um, appreciation, <laughs> and today, today it's not gonna be exactly a happy episode because I want to talk about something that really, really sucks when you live alone, which is doing household chores. I feel like, no, it's not what I feel. I think I actually do pretty much at least two hours of chores every single day, if you count every single thing that. Um, are part of the major things you do. For example, right? For example,、um, I try to cook every day, and that alone may I think it takes at least an hour.、Um, if you consider grocery shopping,、uh, preparing your food, and then actually putting your food into your your appliances, all that, I think、uh, if you cook, you pretty much need to spend. One hour every day, solid.、Um, so that's a lot of time. And then the rest of the of the hour, I would say, includes like a, it's a lot of it's it's it consists of a lot of little things, right? For example, yes, I do have a washing machine.、Um, I do have a microwave. I do have a lot of tools. But I think mentally, I, I still do a lot of mental calculations as to which thing to do first, and then. Um, how to do things, and I think that that work is、um, very very daunting if you if you do it every day, if you do、um, if you actually try to live your best, let's just say every single day. So, for example,、um, uh, I eat rice, right? And so rice takes maybe thirty minutes to cook, and so. I want to do things in a certain order such that I could、um, I could eat when I want to, and then you know what I mean, right? And so there's a lot of mental calculations going on.、Um, I also try to do composting, but the main reason for that is not that I love plants or anything. It's simply because I don't want to wait for the garbage truck to come here because in in Taiwan, basically you wait. Outside of your house for the gar- garbage truck, and it comes at a certain time、um, every single day, and you have to wait for the truck. You cannot just throw your garbage、uh, in a public bin or something, right? So you gotta wait, and you you gotta be there at that very moment. And so that is super annoying to me. And to avoid going through all that trouble every single day, you gotta.、Um, You know what I came up with was to do、uh, to to start composting, which is working fine.、Um, and for that, I got different. I got plants, <laughs> and and then I I have to water these plants. So, in in, in it just it's just one example, right? And so that's that's composting. And then there's cooking. There's grocery shopping, and then there is、uh, even washing your clothes with your with your washing machine. It could be very annoying because. I recently, you know, I finally got a washing machine plus a dryer, you know, an all-in-one machine,、uh, which saves a lot of time because I used to live, 
in a place where the landlord provided、um, a washing machine and a dryer that is separate from the washing machine, and so. What、uh, immediately after the clothes are done, you need to throw them into the dryer, or else you have to rewash、um, the whole batch. So that's why I got an all-in-one machine. But still,、um, it's still a lot of work because, first of all, it's not big enough, and sometimes you do have to do two or three、um, cycles per per let's say per day. Maybe not that much, but occasionally that will happen. Plus, it's it's just super hot here. Um, in, in Taiwan, and you sweat a lot, etc., etc., etc. So, so that's another aspect of like another kind of chore I do. Another thing is obviously cleaning.、Um, I realize that there is still no、um, advanced robots to take care of your floor cleaning, right? I I still、um, cannot. I couldn't find a machine that sorry a robot that could do the. The sweeping and the mopping to all to all in the same,、um, let's say, just one click, right? I don't think a robot can do that yet. I I haven't found one. Maybe I didn't try hard enough.、Um, you you notice that I'm speeding up because this is super annoying. So what I have really is a vacuum cleaner plus another just、um, a mop, right? A steam steam、uh, mop. And I have to do them manually, and so I just realized that、uh, maybe every week, as I said, every day I spend maybe two hours, including mental calculations, on household chores. So every week, that's at least ten. No, sorry, ten to fourteen hours. And then on the weekends, it's even more because then I have to do the sweeping and sorry, the vacuum cleaning and the and the mopping, and that's just a lot of work.、Um, and and I find that extremely annoying. And I think that's something that really really sucks.、Um, and that only happens when you're living alone. I guess if you have one or two partners living with you, you can share these tasks.、Um, And so that makes things a lot easier. So that's pretty much all I want to talk about today, and how annoying it is that we don't have the perfect tool, um, and um, that can take care of every single thing. That's what I mean, right? Um, and I feel like I feel like this is this is not just a it's not a small issue. It's not just. Because it's time-consuming or it's annoying or anything like that, I think I think this is a real issue and it's pretty much existential. Because then you realize, okay, fine. Every single day I work so um so many hours just to earn a little bit of the basic you know money that I need, and a lot of that money actually goes into quote unquote simplifying your life by, for example, buying your appliances, your your microwave, your washing machine, what what have you, right? But then, but then you realize that. Um, yeah, it seems on the surface that you're saving money or saving energy, you know, your personal energy by,、uh, you know, with with these machines, but that's that's completely not true. <laughs> that's completely not not true. I found that ever since living alone, I've done. I've spent so much time doing research on the best product for a certain function, and and um. I also spend a lot of time maintaining these products, right? You have to clean these things. You have to make sure, 
you know, you use them um, frequently frequently enough so that they don't go go bad. I don't know. But the the point is, the point is, it seems on the surface that technology is doing a lot of work, but actually, what's happening is, you actually, uh, you know, before you you buy them and after you buy them, you still have to do a lot of maintenance and a lot of research that. Um, that are completely unique to to this situation, which is to find the perfect te- technology, and um, not to mention the actual money spent on these things. So it's it's really really frustrating, I think, and that's something that I feel much more as a person living alone. I think, um, and. And sometimes you feel completely alone in this. It sounds very, very stupid, but I do feel that some there are some products where you just cannot find um, enough information off, right? Um, and for example, recently I've been trying to look for a good rice cooker and um, there isn't that much information on these. And, or rather, I should say, there are just so many different models that you can never be certain of, of uh, you know, if what you've chosen is the best one, right? And so you'd spend extra time comparing products, the prices and all that. And then you can't even be sure if you've done the right thing. But then you cannot not do any research to start with because if something goes wrong you well you can only blame yourself right and so it's all very confusing this whole uh, appliance and chores kind of thing um that's pretty much why i'm speaking right now (laughs) um i admit that there is a lot of fun that comes with doing the research i think Sometimes I'm I'm amazed by just how many choices we have and what you know the mo- most advanced technology available right now. It it does sometimes occasionally really. Um, it's it's kind of interesting and it's very informative and I do like to do um, know more about our latest gadgets. Um, even a s- simple thing as a sting um, sting mop. Um, it it could be kind of interesting um if you compare the models right and if you go into the technical details um you ha- if you have the time yeah go for it it's it's just that when this becomes i don't know 50 percent of your time after work it, it's not so fun and you just want to forget about all of that and just hire someone to do all this work um so that's what i want to talk about um so yeah so that's something that definitely is uh, more, let's say, exhausting for for a person living alone than for people who have who live with other people, I guess. And that's something I think uh, everyone can relate to more or less as a as an adult, maybe. Um, what else can I say? So um, then. Um, what else, what else is interesting? So yeah, so that's it. That's all I really want to say today because I, I spent so much time doing just household stuff today that it just feels like I don't even have a life, even though I'm just taking care of myself. So, um, I wonder what people normally, you know, how much time people normally think or think about their, their chores and actually, on 
doing their chores. I wonder if there is like an average statistics because I think it's difficult to to do that research because I guess people don't even realize how much time they they spend on thinking about and uh, these chores and on planning these chores because maybe a lot of these things just happen on a subconscious level. Um, and another big thing, of course, is people with kids. They probably just it's just it's just their everyday life. It's not even a choice, right? It's not even something that happens two hours per day. It's just their whole life is about uh, making sure that the kids are fine, which means that they are pretty much, you know, apart from their work time, they are only um, doing chores, I think, I suspect, um, at least. So that kind of sucks, doesn't it? I feel like it sucks for every every person, not just for people living alone, um, for people who have a family, who um, I suppose it could get worse. Um, who knows? Maybe I had the better side of things. Um, so, so what are we going to do about this then? I, I think this is a big issue that needs to be done because I suppose when people are working from home and all that, maybe they do realize how much time they spend actually just doing nothing or rather just maintaining a certain order um, in their house. And I know that a lot of people probably enjoy that. Maybe they like gardening. They like to take care of these things in their garage or whatnot. Or, and to a certain extent, as I said, I personally do like researching you know, um, do do my research on on the gadgets and our electronics and appliances, but still, I just wonder who act who truly find who truly finds this kind of life enriching or satisfactory. I, I don't understand. Um, and so all of this uh, leads to a bigger, as I said, existential problem, which is that what is the point of all of this? Right. Um, what is the point of, you know, um, working for a corporation and in the end just to to purchase some product from another corporation um, and not even for creative purposes, and but really for the sake of basic survival and maintenance. Right. And and I don't even know what to make of this whole thing and this reminds me and this is the only place maybe in my entire podcast where i could mention some philosopher although i already did about you know when i mentioned l.a paul and her book on becoming vampires but that's another topic um this reminds me that the the um philosopher reminds me of the philosopher iris um, Marion Yan, and she is, I would say, maybe a feminist philosopher. And the the thing that I just, you know, I love her work, but there's one thing I completely disagree with, which is that in her uh, collection of essays, throw uh, throw like a girl or something like that, right? There's like a she has a collection of essays where she writes about. Um, uh, women and and uh, her body and how um, women's bodies are perceived and how we can deal with some sort of you know some unfavorable perception or um, I don't know 
um, manipulation of, of women's bodies. Um, that's a whole other issue. But there's one essay in that collection of work where she talks about the point of all of this, what I just said, you know, the point of household chores and tasks and, and why is it that... Um, it's not, let's say, a demeaning job or to be a full-time housewife. I think, I think um, if I remember correctly, she said something like this. She said that um, maintaining this kind of order in a family is akin to um, dusting off... Um, Dusting off stuff, <laughs> dusting off dust from museum um, displays, from uh, museum collections, or um, it's just like it's she. Okay, she compares your house to a museum, and she compares all the things that need to be maintained um, to the museum collections, and so she she says that. Uh, the job of a housewife is meaningful just as the museum curator, not even the curator, but, you know, the person who cleans off dusts. <laughs> Literally, she said dusts um, in the museum. And she compares these two jo uh, jobs, and she she even, um, I think as a, at a certain point, she even said, she even says that this is not just, Okay, this serves a purpose not just for the day-to-day -day life to, to make day life smoother for, for your family. She says that this has to do with civilization even and, and, and um, a sense of familiarity which is, uh, which is important for, uh, well, for your family to keep, to keep going but also to um, create you know, that sense of familiarity such that, um, to, to, oh, okay, to maintain a certain culture uh, in your house. I think that's, that's the analogy she's trying to make, um, with the, uh, with museum. So she's saying that a housewife's job is important because, first of all, maintaining cleanliness and order in your house, um, is important for your family to, feel safe and feel like they've returned to the same place every single day and that sense of familiarity is um is a key part to creating the culture that is your particular home and so home is really a cultural like home is not just a vague idea it's um i think she said some sort of cultural image as projected by the day-to-day -day order that the housewife maintains i don't even know if i said the a complete sentence or um okay so that's what she said that's what she wrote in one of the the essays and um that's the point where i decided i'm not going to read iris marion young again because i just find this completely it's just too much of a stretch to me. I think I think you cannot compare the housemaker, the homemaker to the museum uh what what is it? Curator? No, the museum cleaner, let's just say, right? Uh, I 
I think these are very different things. And I, yes, I agree. I I, I agree that、uh, maintaining cleanliness, cleanliness and order. Is an important job. It's just that it doesn't have to be the the housewife or the like. There does we don't need a particular person from the family to take care of this job. Why does it have to be one person doing all of the job? And in fact, what I want to say is, I think no one should. Um, ideally, should have to do any of this thing. That's my opinion. I think. I think. Yes, of course. You you some people feel a sense of accomplishment by, uh, maintaining a certain habit. You know, by doing their cleaning every single day, or, uh, by having a certain routine. I think that's great, but it's just that that's their choice. And I think, I think human beings should um have an alternative. They should have another choice where, where at least they don't have to spend that much time. As I said, two hours per day, doing household chores, and I, I don't think that has to be done by a human person, and, um, and even without a particular person, um, in your family doing all of this, I think you could still create a sense of familiarity by allocating the job to to a machine, um, that. Is not that does not even have to be activated by a person, and、um, you can still feel that you are、uh, back home、um, without a, an actual housewife or a house husband doing the the job, right? That's my idea. That's that's my opinion on her essay. And well, otherwise she's an excellent philosopher. But I, it's just that particular essay really upset me. I feel like.、Um, It was. It's. I. I didn't expect her to say that something like that. I didn't expect her to compare a house to a museum and you know, doing household chores to, to maintaining culture or to even civilization or something. So. That was kind of disappointing when I read it.、Um, maybe I'm mistaken, you know. Maybe I I've forgotten some important key facts in the in the essay or another point that she's trying to make in the essay. But it's just that I was really shocked when she she made the comparison, and I think I'm not mistaken. But who knows? Maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe she didn't mean to say that.、Um, I think her point is to say that. Basically, house housewives a housewife's job is valuable, and she wants to prove she wants to give an example or an idea of how it could be valuable. And I, I completely agree. I think, I think that work is valuable, but but valuable and and meaningful are two different things. I would say, I I I would say, for example, that. Let's say your keyboard, right? Your keyboard has a certain, a certain order. You know, your keys are placed in a certain order, and and that is of course valuable. I think,、um, we know, we all know why it helps us learn how to type and all that. But is that exactly meaningful? I don't think so. It doesn't have to be in this order,、um, and、um, it's just it's just a means to an end. But by itself, the、um, This particular order of of your keyboard keys 
um, it doesn't mean anything, right? So, so the same thing with with house household chores. I think yes, doing these things um, is valuable. I think it provides comfort and all that. And then we can all name a few、uh, values to to doing these tasks. But are they meaningful? I don't think so. I think it's it's too much of a stretch to say that it contributes to some sort of culture or. You know, you know what I mean, okay? So, so, so that's what I want to talk about. So that's that's really annoying because I feel like I'm doing a lot of work after after work, um, just to maintain a certain order in my in my house, and it's so frustrating. Maybe I'm living in a house that's too big for me, but I don't know. There's still too too much work every single day, <laughs> and it's just too much labor for me. So yeah, that's what I want to complain about.、Um, I don't know. Maybe this episode can end here or something. But you know what? I don't like the idea of ending it here. So we will continue. Please bear with me.、Um, by the way, I did not drink too much. So, <laughs> but I'm just a little bit tired, and yet I do want to talk a little bit more because I don't know. I I love recording stuff. <laughs> Um, okay, another thing I want to talk about、um, something really small, really.、Um, we still have to wear masks every day, and 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 I used to think, I, I, maybe I talked about this before. Anyway, I'll, I'll repeat it again. Maybe I used to think it's stupid to spend too much money on your mask.、Um, I used to just get the plain ones from from the pharmacy, but then I realized recently I got. The, the flower patterned masks, and I thought, you know, just to give it a try and to see what it feels like. And it turns out that these masks, which are twice as expensive as the regular one, the regular blue ones we have, they're not just prettier; they are actually more comfortable. And this was such a paradigm shift for me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it just signals. It just Tells me so many things. It just tells me that, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe every single thing, you know, there are a lot of things that are more expensive for a good reason. You know, even if something as small as a mask, you know, and the and doubling the price could make such a big difference. Then maybe on bigger things, um, it's gonna make an even bigger difference. So. That's the reason why I bought a new fancy rice cooker, which is like I don't know in U.S. dollars about six hundred U.S. dollars or something.、Um, and um, I know it is uh, uh, really expensive, but it's because I was just so shocked by my mask experience that I decided to give something so expensive a try. Because I used to just cook with a one hundred dollar. 100 U.S. dollars、um, rice cooker, and then I decided to upgrade it after my mask experience. So that's another tiny、uh, update on my life. Sounds ridiculous, I know. As you can see, I spend most of my time、um, after work or even during work thinking about this kind of thing, and I just think it's pathetic. And and dear philosopher Iris Marion Young, I. I just don't think this relates in any way to culture. <laughs> yes, but otherwise, I love the philosopher. It's just on this issue, I just disagree. Um, what else can I say? Um, so I'm excited for my new rice cooker because with that, I can make different kinds of. Uh, I can make a lot of things that I usually wouldn't um make in my 
cheap ass rice cooker. <laughs> um, what else can I say? Oh, excuse me. All right. So I think that's about it because honestly, I nothing's really changing the last day. Um, and um, it's still pretty pretty warm here in Taiwan. It's always it's still above thirty degrees Celsius every single day. It feels like hell going to work uh, on on my bike, and um, I don't know. I think I'm considering getting. Getting a car, even. But oh, by the way, this is another topic I want to talk about. This is、uh, related to what I've been thinking about currently, which is the idea, as I said, of the、um, of a city dweller versus a rural rural person, right? And and it just it just it's just like such a big part of my ident- identity, and I never realized that I care so much about being a city dweller,、um, a city person.、Um, Until I came here to the rural rural part of Taiwan, and、um, if you know anything about Taiwan, it's that you cannot survive without a scooter or a car if you live in the countryside. And this is what I've been doing the past year since moving here.、Um, I've been living just with a bicycle, and that's it. That's my only tool. Occasionally. Well, quite often actually, I take the taxi, but it's pretty expensive.、Um, but most of the time, I I just commute with my bicycle and or I just walk if I'm going to somewhere near.、Um, and that's completely tor- it's a complete torture, I think,、um, in in this weather. And and I'm starting to think about a scooter or a car. A car is another issue which we can talk about later. But a scooter, that's that's something that I've never really wanted to get.、Um, not for for a variety of reasons. Okay, first of all, I just think that they are too loud.、Um, it's very uncomfortable listening to that noise, and I don't want to give. I don't want to be the person making that kind of noise. And I think a scooter is. Pretty expensive, but on top of all of these, I think there is a fundamental reason for my resistance of getting a scooter, which is that I think if I get a scooter, I'm just pretty much giving in to to the countryside, or rather, that's one layer. But another layer is if I get a scooter, I think I am pretty much just admitting that I am a rural person, you know. Um, it's like a really strange sense of pride. Um, and um, I guess I'm too self-conscious in that regard. But it just feels like if I get the scooter, it means I'm surrendering to the countryside, and that I am officially this the per a person who lives here in the countryside with a scooter, and it's it's I'm gonna become more.、Uh, Blend into this whole scenery, and you know, there's like a whole chain of thought going、uh, related to this thing. And so, I I still don't want to get a scooter. I'm gonna torture myself with a bicycle,、um, and we'll see what happens.、Um, but yeah, that's something funny going on in my mind、uh, recently with regards to the scooter.、Uh, and there's one last thing, which is that scooters are, I think, pretty ugly. I've never seen a really good-looking scooter, and I, I, it means a lot to me <laughs> that they look at least decent.、Um, so yeah, so that's 
some sort of internal struggle that I could share with you. Uh, what else can I say? So, um, so yeah, I think that's it. And also, um, I got a new pair of shoes that are pretty showy, and I tried them on. I you know I wore them to work, and it got they got a lot of attention. Um, and um, they are borderline not good for work, but I still wore them. Okay, they're nothing special. They're just a pair of Birkenstocks, and and yet I'm really happy about my decision. And um, in the end, um, no one could say anything about them. So I'm starting to see that yes, in fact, a lot of our a lot of our secret rules for ourselves and secret principles are simply just because of this view of civilization. It, 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 at least my shoes have sort of proven this theory of the view of civilization, which is to say that no one really cares about what you're wearing at work and all of the just code you're giving to yourself are just for yourself and no one, uh, it, it doesn't really matter what you wear to work. And so this idea of a, a just code for work for most of the jobs um, I think is just um, also an extra veil of civilization, and you think you think you become more professional or um, better at work by wearing certain clothes, and that's completely false, I think. So yeah, so that's something I also discovered in the past two weeks or so. Um, so I'm just rambling on and I need to end this episode, but still, um, I just, I just don't want to end. I want to keep going. I don't want to go to bed. (laughs) What can I say? So, yeah, so I hope to talk to you soon. I hope I have a lot of leisure and energy to record another episode in this week. Well, if not, at least I recorded it today, but honestly, I do enjoy talking to all of you guys and to just not have any script and just to go on and on like this it could be annoying but um i think this shows my you know my train of thought much better than a scripted one so i will continue with this format so yeah thank you very much for tuning in for this very brief episode uh which is just full of complaints and perhaps a misunderstanding of a philosopher but that's that all right thank you very much and uh i hope to uh uh, come back here soon bye bye